Hello everybody, um, welcome to episode 5 of the Self Love School podcast. Everybody asked for this story um, and I love telling it, so here we go, here's my love story with the moon and manifesting and everything in between. I thought today's um, podcast fell perfectly, it's my husband's birthday tomorrow is the full moon and yeah it feels like everything's kind of aligned for this and for me to tell you all about manifesting with the moon and to guide you on manifestation so whether you're in for manifesting love a baby relationships in general like improving the relationship that you've got friendships um, a new job home whether it's to travel more to have more fun to increase your creativity to improve like your health your weight like I'm gonna just spice it all up and give you some easy steps that you can break down and kind of manifest anything that you want in your life but my story is obviously a love story so I'm gonna speak about love and then you can just kind of change the name to whatever you want to change it to you know, if you want to say health, weight, money, like you can do the same work and it's just the same process with every single thing that you do with manifestation. So guess what step one is? Step one is of course self-love. So firstly, I'm going to tell you about my story and what I did and I felt like um, I really needed a change. I wanted to believe in love like I had to change my mindset around that because I'd had so many relationships that were just wrong for me completely and they'd happened from from when I was really young like I had children I had my first child when I was 19 and when I look at my daughter now who's nearly 21 I just feel like that level of maturity um it's not it's not where you should be where you're kind of making huge life decisions. I really advocate her living and having fun and doing the stuff that I suppose I didn't get to do. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a young mum and I have raised amazing children from a very young age and they are successful, well-rounded. I don't think the age of a mother affects the children but I think the age of the mother affects the mother if that makes sense um right let's get on so I felt like I'd come to this crossroads in my life where I just stopped believing that um love was possible I thought it was literally a fairy tale that something that was unattainable like it wasn't possible and um I really wanted to change my mindset around that because I really, really, really used to think that all men were literally bastards. Like, I had such good evidence, solid, solid, solid proof to hold that fact up. And even men that I came across that weren't abusive, um, I seemed to attract men that were either sneaky or on drugs or avoiding or just a bit too much, you know, like love bombing. Um, and they didn't have any other proof even in my family, um, where dynamics showed the same kind of things were going on, that something else was possible. 
Right, so where do you start when you're in that position? Because that's a heavy load to carry. The first step is obviously you have to love yourself and believe that you are enough as you are. You have to believe that anything that you can imagine is possible. And I feel like this first stage of learning to get to know yourself and to love yourself can take a while. Like, you can't just do one moon ceremony and click. Here comes Prince Charming riding in on a white stallion because nobody's perfect, we're all human and sometimes in our self-love journey we're learning how to love ourselves with our imperfections and to accept other people as not being perfect. Just being human, letting them show up in there as they are without trying to manipulate that and change them into being something else. So this first stage can take a while. It is used to declutter all your existing belief system. So give yourself time and space to work through that. You don't want to be rushing into like, oh right, well I wrote this letter and I burnt it and now now nothing's happened. Like you have to kind of relax and trust that there's a process behind it all. And, you know, you know that things in nature happen, you know, without you forcing it. You don't need to blow the leaves for them to come off the trees. Nature takes care of that. Sometimes you just need to kind of relax into knowing that what's meant for you is coming for you. And taking that time is where you can show yourself a different kind of love, and that's compassion, and that's part of a deep understanding of yourself um, and being able to show yourself compassion, love, uh, understanding. That's the basis of any relationship. You you have to learn to know yourself before you can let someone else know you. So knowing yourself first and loving yourself as you are without saying like, if only I was thin, then I'd be more lovable. If only I was less angry, I'd be less, I'd be not less, more lovable, if only, if only, if only, when I'm this, when I'm that. It's about saying, right now, how I am, I love myself, and I might be doing some self-development work, but I love and accept how I am right now, and I understand why I'm at this point, and maybe I understand where I want to get to in the future. And that's also about holding a value for yourself, so valuing that you need love, attention, nurture, consistency, all of those things that you're craving from other people. Um, and it's really hard because until you honour yourself and what your worth is, you'll always accept less from other people and that's what showed up for me time and time again. I just didn't know what my worth was and I think... This is where all these key phrases for me started to come in, like self-love, self-worth, self-compassion. It's amazing like when these start to really ring true for you and they're not just something that's on a t-shirt or a makeup bag or, you know, it's actually touching something inside your heart that's making you say like, I really, 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 really need more of that in my life for me. Until you know yourself, you always feel like other people don't know you or they misunderstand you and you'll feel judged by them or um, completely separate from them. And 
that's why we're doing all of the inner work first. And the moon is the fun bit. The moon is like the bit that you get to enjoy, the bit that you get to tune into yourself, the rituals that you create for yourself. And oh, it's just fantastic. Right, let me read my story first. So I'd done um, all this pre pre-work before this moon uh, ceremony that I went to and the lady that performed the moon ceremony Liz she actually became a really dear friend and you know she shows me so many things in life that even now she's on the other side of the world like the love that I got from that ceremony wasn't just meet my partner it was the connection that I got and the next step that I took into like this this new life um makes me feel a bit sad that not sad but emotional because I really miss like that connection with her and the peace that I got from doing her ceremonies and her circles and it's something that I really want to do more of myself um probably just need a a giant kick up the jacksey to book one in and start doing them so I went to Liz's um moon ceremony and we we went through all these different stages so we did the forgiveness the letting go what we wanted to burn what we wanted to let go of we saged we did a manifestation and I'm going to read mine out and then I'll tell you what happened literally two weeks later so I wrote for my moon intentions finding love that was the first bit I want to find myself someone who is truly compatible and understands me. They are loving, respectful, attentive and bring out the best in me as I do in them. We encourage each other, offer guidance. We love each other and have physical attraction that is electric. They are everything a man should be, a provider and a carer and nothing compares to this and it is true love. See what I'd worked out from doing the work before all of this moon stuff was that I really craved like somebody that I knew where I stood that was generous with me not just with money but with the time and the reflection that I didn't feel like I needed to perform to gain like love from them that they would just love me you know when I'm moody when I'm happy um I wanted to take care of them doing the things that I love like I love feeding people but when you're feeding someone who's demanding that you feed them you kind of resent them and you it's not as fun well it's not fun at all is it at all so yeah I was completely aware at that point of what my needs were because I'd done the pre-work so this is what I wanted to say um on this podcast episode like so two weeks after I did that letter um folded it up and I put it in the sun visor on my car um, and my friend said to me, I think we'd already joined, maybe, I'm not sure, but she was like, do you want to come to CrossFit with me? And I was like, yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> my kids were a little bit older, um, and I could leave them in the evening, so we went and did these CrossFit classes, and I could see Johnny across the gym, and I was like, he's really fit. My friend said, he looks like a shagger, and I was like, do you think obviously that didn't deter me <laughs> um and yeah we 
did the same class one day and I knew that he fancied me just by the way that he was looking at me and obviously I fancied him, he's really fit um, and this girl said, oh, I think they were telling us to like climb up the ropes and I was like, oh, no girls can climb up the ropes, can they? Um, so this girl said, Johnny can climb up the ropes and I was like, Johnny, can you climb up the ropes? And he went, yeah, but I'm not going to. And then I walked across the gym to pick up my plates because you have to get like all these heavyweights and all that kind of crap in CrossFit. Um, and he was up at the top of the ropes and I thought, ooh, here we go, here we go. And that's where the love story started. Um, and yeah, we went and walked our dogs. Well, my dog, Larry. He was only a little puppy then. He was so naughty. Uh, we went and walked Larry and we just kept walking. We were meant to just go around Sale Water Park. We ended up walking all the way to Charlton um, and back again. And it was raining and muddy. And yeah, it just I just didn't want to end my company with him. It actually just made me start crying. Because um, obviously when you're in a relationship for a long time, you don't always feel like that, but... I am so grateful to remember how how much that attraction was there in the beginning and I knew that he wanted to stay with me as much as I wanted to stay with him. And it was only till it was only when I went to Menorca that we'd ever spent any time apart from each other when I took the twins to Menorca a few weeks ago. So Oh, I didn't expect to get this emotional. <laughs> Had to give myself a little minute then. Um Right, so using the full moon is the perfect time to let go of what I call your wanker anchors. So they're the beliefs that are keeping you stuck. Um, they're like the all men are bastards thing for me. They're not grounding you, as in a good belief system that you're lovable and you are capable of doing great things and all those things. These are literally like drowning you. They're pulling you down and they're making you stay somewhere where you don't want to stay. And it feels like you can't move forward because that's your belief system. They probably sound like, um, I should be doing um, X, Y, Z, or it's expected of me um, to be whatever. And just because society gives you like this nuclear family, women should do this, men should do that, kids should behave and all those things. It's um, kind of blocks what you want to get from your own manifestations and what you you want to bring into your life. And my God, if you could make a list of all the shoulds and the shoulds that you think other people should be, <laughs> um, you can use them tonight, sorry, tomorrow night on the 10th and burn them because literally they're all those things are holding you back and they need to just get in the bin too so you might want to write down under the full moon all of the old relationship stories you're holding on to um i wrote down stuff like how i felt like i was a victim how i felt i'd been mistreated i'd been had over and just let them all out like Get all your rage out, call yourself out where you think you've been a dickhead as well. Like, did you want that person to be somebody else? 
Did you want them to perform differently than they ever, 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 ever said they were going to? If you want to increase um, love in your current relationship, and this has worked for one of my friends, write down all the annoyances instead about what what's going on with your current partner like hear yourself out this is a bit of your martyr voice and this is all the stuff that you can use in a burn ceremony so once you write all that down fold it up you can burn it um i've heard someone saying like oh if it doesn't set on fire it's because it's not you're not ready to let go of it that's fucking bullshit you decide when you're ready to let go of stuff in that moment, that's when you decide, like, this doesn't serve me anymore. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to feel like this. I want to love myself more. So burn it, bury it, set fire to it. You can chop it up if it's not safe to do that and put it... I've, I'd put it in the grossest bin, like the food bin. Um, and there's other things you can do with situations that you want to stop. Like, say if someone is... You feel they're still attached to you. Maybe it's like your devil dick appointment or an ex-boyfriend that seems to crop up all the time. Write their name on a piece of paper, fold it up. Um, when I did this, I put it into like a, the, the grossest ice pot I could find because I knew nobody would eat it. And you freeze it and you literally freeze them out of your life, but with intention behind it. Like you have to decide that at that point enough is enough. And these beliefs, these stories that you're telling yourself, this paradigm that you're in currently, that's over now. Over. Okay? So I would then immediately fill that space with forgiveness. Did you not know any better? Hindsight is a wonderful thing, but it's not there to chastise yourself. Um, you're a human and so are other people, so show yourself some love and show the people who wronged you love so they don't need to know that you've forgiven them or that you're seeing things from a different perspective this is for you to cut that emotional cord to use the full moon to release all of that emotion and fill it with the opposite side of that emotional scale um, so instead of hate fill it with love burn 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 all of the shit now I found this stage really really hard and I don't think it's something necessarily that can just be done in one ceremony I think it's a lot of self-development work starts with forgiveness and starts with letting go of these old stories but being aware of them first like I found it really 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 hard honestly but I think when you've had quite traumatic things happen to you that's where you need to show that self-love and compassion and say to yourself you know if you were talking to another person would you expect them to just feel great because they've done a moon ceremony no it's just one tiny sprinkling into a mixing pot of what you're doing for yourself each day like how you're showing up for yourself consistently so i started pre pre-moon um, with Louise Hay videos, meditations, I read her book You Can Heal Your Life and it gave me an understanding on where emotions and trauma are stored in the body and I started to really use that book as a bible 
I did this for about three months. I mean, literally like listening to her meditations daily. Um, re I read a book from back to front. I've bought that book so many times and given it to so many people. It's literally like a Bible for me. But I needed it to clear my energy before I could start to manifest because I felt like I had a lot to heal and I'd been in very violent and abusive and controlling relationships and I found that the energetic clearing was really, really freeing for me and I'm still affected so deeply by those things but I'm working on myself and forgiveness and I don't think that there's a day when anyone, any one of us will be healed it's just a journey of expansion and growth and more love and possibilities for ourselves and just showing yourself the love that you craved in them situations, showing yourself that you can't change it. So what would you like to do going forward? So one of the energetic things that I like to do when I've been talking about that and what I've just done is to get up and move my body and to shake my arms and get that emotion immediately out of me to try and move that energy through me and that's another great way of releasing memories and releasing that trauma that's in your body to clear that space okay so those steps and how you talk to yourself throughout are the most important you can't invite in love if you aren't mirroring that from within people laugh at me but honestly I used to I used to drive around with um, with my letter to the moon in my sun visor and repeating these Louise Hay affirmations. I would say, I am loving and lovable. I'm surrounded by love. I welcome love into my world. If you were sat next to me at the traffic lights and you saw me saying that, like you probably think, what a weirdo, but it works. Like I reprogrammed my subconscious to believe that I was lovable and to believe that I was worthy of people taking care of me you know and to those people I say laugh all you want laugh all you fucking want because how you treat yourself is in direct correlation with how other people treat you and that healthy love feeling is just the best feeling like when you know where you stand with somebody and you know that even if they're annoying which all people are, and even if they get on your nerves, which all people do, even if they are opinionated, know-it-alls, that are bloody 11 Arifas, you know that their love comes from the right place for you, they're not trying to manipulate you to get something for themselves, they, they do want the best for you, and when you know that, deep down, it's the best feeling. Right, so you've cleared the space, you've forgiven some of it as much as you can oh also if you're manifesting love you can't be getting devil dicked of someone else they are a literal cock cock block you can't you can't do all this work and keep doing the same actions that are like filling your time with somebody that's not right for you like no if you want to invite in love you have to clear that space as well. With this clarity and the love and compassion you're showing yourself, you can then decide what you want. So it's really hard to understand what you want when you haven't worked through the emotions that you've released before. You, you need to decide 
um, what your heart wants, what you're craving. So for example, um, when we were in our 20s, me and my friend, who is a doctor, I won't name her, but she's a doctor, um, we decided, I think we'd read it in like a magazine or something, do you remember when you used to read Grazia and stuff? <laughs> we decided to do a man list, and one of my specifics was stubble. <laughs> like, well, it come true. I did get some of my stubble, but let's be honest. They were not his best features. <laughs> and it's just not ideal, is it? Like, what you want is the feelings, like, specific feelings, positive statements. So... You read mine, it was about consistency, kindness, generosity, and they obviously came true, and it happened about two weeks after the moon ceremony that I literally felt like I was in love. I knew I was going to get married because I'd never felt that way about somebody. And if you feel like, this is a good one, if you feel like you're old, your existing love is getting a bit dead in the water at this point. So you might be manifesting love, but not in the way of like a new partner. You might just be trying to enhance the way that things are at home in your current uh, relationship. Remember that sometimes, well, all the time, you're going through periods of growth through different seasons together and you can show gratitude to them by writing down 25 things that you love about them, 25 things that you appreciate about them. This works from one of my friends. She was like, mm, um, how did you get engaged, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you, you need to show them kindness and you don't even necessarily need to speak the words to them. Just write down all the things that you like about them and it gives you a memory of like why you're together and then they got engaged on holiday. So that's how the believing part comes in. Um, the next part is believing that you're worthy of this partner, this job, this money. Like We know that autumn's coming now. We can see it's September, it's starting to rain, but we're not... Um, we're not setting a timer for autumn equinox, for the leaves to fall or for the weather to change. We just know and trust nature and that's what you need to do with your manifestation. Just hold that vision that keep loving yourself and concentrate on that relationship. Concentrate on developing what that is, knowing yourself more. Keep those affirmations going. Do that work on your subconscious mind and your inner wiring so you could hold that trust to know that love is coming for you that as long as you fill your own cup up it will overflow into other people as well and something I'm getting more and more increasingly increasingly passionate about is EFT so that's tapping um and you know you can only have one thought at once like you can only think one thing at one time I feel like EFT is an amazing way of like reprogramming your brain and talking to yourself and giving yourself like 
you know, if you can't concentrate on meditations, giving yourself five minutes just to talk to yourself. Um, so it uses tapping like acupressure, you know, the same as acupuncture does, but we just tap in on your meridian points in your body and you use positive statements to reinforce the way that you think and feel about yourself and you can use it for like weight loss, for manifestation. It's just amazing, honestly. I'm going to learn so much more about it before I divulge all the information, which at the moment I don't really know. I just, I'm just really passionate about it. I love it. So you can use um, things like this for when you feel like you're slipping into unworthiness, despair, doubt, and then you can go back and maybe do a bit more clearing work, a bit more forgiveness work. When you deepen that connection with yourself and know yourself, you'll always feel love from inside. And I think oh, that is the action that is the most powerful, like any, any action that you can take that is, oh my God, self-love is the foundations of your life and why they don't teach it in school is literally beyond me um but we all know about you know algebra and um jesus um what else do we know about you just learn about oh you know how to make a victoria sponge whatever it's just crap the action you take by loving yourself can be matched with doing new things. So in a perfect world, where would your dream boat be? Um, I'm guessing it's not going to be in your living room. So if you sat there just doing this work and not taking the action, then how can you expect something else to come in if you've always done what you if you always do what you've always done, then you'll always get what you've always got. Love that phrase. Um, I met Johnny at the gym and never in a million years did I think that I would be going to CrossFit. And I won't go back there now because I go to David Lloyd and I love it. They have showers that are clean and you can have a latte afterwards and they have a creche. Um, but I thought that meeting somebody in a gym was a healthy environment for me because I kept being shown people who had were taking drugs and drinking too much and stuff like that and I just I knew that I didn't find that attractive so personally for me I wouldn't want to find somebody in a bar or in a club or whatever else but you can choose what your healthy environment would be what you find safe and maybe make time available for for love and that includes if you're in a relationship currently. If you're expecting your partner to be more loving towards you, and that's what you crave, how can you let that love in? How can you make yourself more, more available for love? Are you showing up as the girlfriend of the ideal boyfriend? Like, are you treating yourself how, how you would do when you're in a relationship? And I mean, if you've treated yourself badly and put yourself at the bottom of a pile before, then you'll keep attracting that same man. You'll just have a different name, different face, same bullshit behaviour. So this is about you taking personal responsibility to show up 
as that version of yourself that you want to be in a relationship. It's not about berating yourself. It's about going back to step one if you need to. Just keep keep going back to that letting go process. Use the moon to release as much as you can. And you've got the opportunity to do that every 28, 29 days. So make that part of your ritual that you're working towards forgiveness, that you're working towards releasing old energy. So you've got your positive statement of what you want to bring in. So it could be that you're... I've done it for my house, I manifested our house as well, um, I've manifested money, I've manifested being debt free, I've manifested obviously my greatest manifestation is my marriage, my love, um, because that brought in my twins, my home, my business, just everything kind of snowballed from that. Um, and that was the greatest thing that I wanted, was to feel that connection with somebody else. But if you're living in the now, and you can love yourself and forgive yourself and make a personal altar of yourself, you can also allow other people to be humans and not to be perfect, and you can accept them. Maybe this is about letting go of your dick appointment. Maybe it's about deciding that what you're doing currently doesn't serve you but making small steps and changes to make it different for yourself and the last step I would say is to be grateful so when you close your moon ceremony thank mama moon for her wisdom create gratitude lists know that every day is a step close to your soulmate I obviously kept my moon letter in the car because I did the school run every single morning mostly and if I wasn't doing the school run I was going to work and it's the first thing that I saw when I pulled my visor down to look at whether I had mascara in my eyes probably um but it's just imprinting that it's like habit forming so you see that list and then you remember oh I must say my affirmations um and I was excited because I knew it was going to happen and I'm excited for you now because I know this works and I've had so many like girls that have done girls women that have done self-love school self-love school babies multiple engagements including my own homes jobs um partners health money it's just amazing it's really all you need to do is to love yourself first and accept yourself as you are and to know that you deserve to live the most amazing life. So let's do a little quick recap. So what you're going to do for this full moon ceremony is write down everything you're letting go of. You are going to write down stories about old relationships. You are going to write down everything that you feel is your wanker anchor that's holding you down, your limiting beliefs. Like get out your notebook and write down pages and pages and pages let it all go let yourself be heard the next step is to apply forgiveness to yourself and to other people um, to release those energetic cords that are holding you in situations that don't serve you anymore and then you're going to fill that space with your manifestations what do you want what do you want going forward what's the next step what's your perfect love and then you're going to be grateful because you know 
you've got that trusting knowing that everything's coming and you're grateful for your life exactly as it is now and then you burn you release you put your manifestation somewhere sacred somewhere where you're going to know you create your daily practices as simple or as complex as you want them to be and then please tag me <laughs> Tag me, tag me, tag me, tag me in your stories. Show me your moon ceremonies. Show me your rituals. Tell me what your acts of self-love are going to be for yourself. And tell me if you want me to do more towards ritual or more towards self-development when you message me. I love this one. Um, and happy birthday to my love my favourite manifestation ever, Johnny, and happy full moon to the rest of you. Remember, you can join my Patreon where I'm going to be doing a full moon ceremony, a new moon ceremony, and two rituals in between those each month, and it's just £11 a month, which is what? A coffee? That's it. So if you can join me on Patreon, please do. Invite your friends. Let's just be witches together. Um, and enjoy this weekend. I'll be back next Friday. Lots of love to you all. Tag me on Instagram. Share me. Leave me a review. Um, thank you to everybody that's listening because literally everyone keeps talking to me about it. And I'm like, oh my God, can't believe you all like it. Isn't it weird how how we think of ourselves compared to how other people think of us. Um, I love being a witch. And yeah, have a great weekend. Lots of love.